1: Hear ye, hear ye.
2: Once again, Ye Old Chair Shot brings to you, sponsored by Lord Maglington himself, another episode of Ye Old Head Trauma and uh, the midweek, ma- mid. The Chair Shot Radio. Friday Chair Shot Radio. Damn it. I, look, <laughs> this, this move has flustered me, sir. It, it, has, it has. It's thrown you off kilter. Uh huh, exactly. Um, it's your boy Rance, aka Ray Cash. Of course, I'm with my liege, the Lord Himself, with the uh, Kablam Ye old Kablam at that. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, happy Friday. Um, yes. I hope you've had a fantastic you Made it for another week, you absolute legends. Give yourself a pat on the back.
3: Um, we are barreling towards Christmas, so um hope you have a great uh, setup for the holidays, uh, whichever denomination of, of the holidays you, you uh, subscribe to. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Spend time with family. Have fun. Is this
2: Affirmation Friday or something? <laughs> it may well be. <laughs> By the way, shout out. So Thanksgiving passed. Diwali finished. Shout out to Diwali because that, that shit's fun as hell. I don't know if you ever seen the wild celebration. It's just fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah's finished, so shout out to Hanukkah. We're about to get Christmas. If you, if you, if you, Festivus isn't a real thing, but if you like Festivus, that's some. I think that's sometime around there. Kwanzaa is coming up. We laughed about that, but it's a real thing. Um, and of course, today, Spider-Man: Far From Home, No Way Home. Yes, come officially comes out. So. The amount of man mutuals that
3: have, have ducked out of Twitter to avoid spoilers for that film is unreal.
2: Yeah. I'm so, one, I'm barely on it. I'm only on Twitter right now for group chats with people like my good friend Max. I mean, they'll be devastated when they hear that Spider Man dies at the end. Well, I mean, that's I mean, it's Marvel. <laughs> it's Marvel at the end of a big movie, you can expect so, someone to die.
3: Is this the one with multiple Spider
2: Man's as well? Well, we don't know there's multiple Spider-Man, Allegedly, but all of the multiple Spider-Man universes, the big bads are coming because mm-hmm. they uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker and Doctor Strange broke the multiverse. And so, yes, I uh, so as of this recording, so this comes out on Friday morning, but we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. Yes. I have tickets Thursday for the first showing at 325 my time. So I will have seen this by the time this movie comes out, and predicting, oh my God, it was so fantastic! I mean, it's it's gonna be it's Marvel, it's it's Spider-Man, it's gonna knock out the pop. I'll tell you this: this is the, first and foremost. Again, what you said is one hundred percent valid. But to give some credence to that, um, the embargo lifted last night because the premiere Monday night because the premiere actual the actual premiere came out Monday night. Mm-hmm. There, I think at the time of last night, there was 29 reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and it's at 100%. There were, they show pictures of Tom Holland walking out of the out of the theater, crying in tears of how good it was. So, I mean, the
3: headlines, I mean, from The Verge is saying there's two decades of fan payoff for this film. Um Get Only Marvel. All, all, all stronger positive um reactions. yet. Yeah,
2: this this is gonna be a banger. It really, really is. So imagine if to put perspective, imagine if in no time to die, Daniel Craig was joined by Pierce Brosnan and uh Sean Connery and their villains. Like that's now I don't know. We're we're assuming the Spider Men are in this thing, the other two, Toby and Andrew. We don't know, but we're assuming. But that's where we're at right now. That's this shit is crazy. And then on top of that, the only thing more shocking than this, or or a, only bigger deal than this, is Amanda Noons tapped. Oof. Yes. Um,
3: Ooh. I've got to say as well uh, in in the, in the in the 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 DM chat we have, I laid that that uh, seed there. The. Uh, that you couldn't rule out uh, Juliana Pena, um, and did I think it would happen? No, but Jesus Christ, that that was probably the biggest shock in MMA in MMA history that that happened. It's up there. It's it's top mm-hmm.
2: top two or three. Um, quick question for you. We're gonna. This is a quick one today, y'all. So hey, sorry, y'all get an hour and a half every week. Y'all can deal with fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, quick question for you. One. Did she quit? And two, is there truth to the fact that if you get ahead of her, she falls easier. She's not good for fighting from underneath.
3: I mean, th- there's obviously truth to that because it, it happened. It, it 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 showed itself on, on, on in the fire. Um, she definitely did quit. She didn't want any of that chalk. Um, she didn't really want any of the the the, the chalk in in the first round. Um, I think the issue is not defending that title in two years. I think there was a, a certainly some some bantamweight ring rust there. Plus, there was a lot of bad blood, uh, which kind of lit a fire under Juliana Pena's uh, under Juliana as she felt like she'd been ducked uh, so many times. I mean, there was the talk of her uh, Amanda taking the the Ronda fight uh, when Ronda was on the back of a loss, taking the, the the Holly Holm fight. And Juliana was saying, "I was there. I was primed. I was promised this fight, and I kept getting overlooked. So there was a lot of anger there. Um, so that kind of um, that kind of fired up uh, Juliana. But for me, the big issue was that Amanda Nunes normally has the one of the best head movements and one of the best kind of uh, uh, evasivenesses in in MMA." her face was permanently stuck at the exact point of Juliana Pena's reach. I mean, you watch that far back, you can see that Juliana is, is overreaching to land the shots, which would, would have normally put her in a vulnerable position because that that uh, sets her up for counter, counterpunching. But Nunes was just in that position all the time where every shot connected and didn't give her the option of the, of the counterpunching. It was tactical. It was a a risky move by Juliana Pena, but uh Amanda Nenez just wasn't up up to the task and yeah, um it was a massive shock. Uh I'm I i can not say I'm best pleased with um Juliana Pena's uh actions post that I think some of the stuff she said has been um horrible, uh cruel almost. Uh but
2: the fact that's about the, the man stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think that was uh,
2: very uncalled for. Um yeah. But it is one of them. Shout out to both of them. The fact that mm-hmm. both of them were mothers and still champions doesn't matter if you had the baby or you didn't. Much respect to you having the baby and coming back. That does not take away what Amanda's done. No, absolutely not. And and in some ways, you could say that uh, the
3: way Amanda as uh, as approached motherhood is is a harder way than than Juliana has because she she doesn't have that birth connection to that that child. She's um, she doesn't have that, that blood bond. So um for her to to love that child it 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 doesn't come instinctual like it would with a with a, a natural bone mum so uh yeah I uh, props to, to both of them it was an amazing fight to watch uh sh- like you said a shock uh the other fight not so much a shock for me a lot of, I know a lot of people on your side of the pond were uh disappointed that uh that Dustin didn't get the job done but He only really had one pathway to win in that fight, and that was on the feet. Charles Charles, um, Oliveira had multiple pathways. This guy's elite level at every facet of of MMA. So I always thought that Charles would probably get the, the win and uh, he, he did, uh, but another great fat, disappointing for Dustin. Uh, and we'll see where he goes after that. But he's done. Yeah, he's done. I think I thought it was done before. Even if he won, my uh, intuition was that he was done. Uh, he's making bank on his on his source. He made ten million off the off the uh, the Conor claro fast Yeah, he, he leaves uh, at the top of the tree with with his his brain intact. Um, it would have been a perfect way to go out, but um, I think this way it's a hard fight for him to get back to the top again. There's so many contenders in the way. Now you've got uh, Gaethje in the way, you've got uh, Makachev in the way, uh, Dariush in the way. Um, that's a hard, hard path for him to get back to the top. So
2: Makachev is a buzz so I was just waiting for the right fight.
3: Once he's champion, uh, and you can quote me on this,
2: he will be champion for a long, long time. He's he's I don't as As good as Habib, he's so damn good. I don't disagree, and that's a that's maybe that may be the most competitive, um, uh, men's uh weight class right now, but I I don't Mm -hmm. disagree. And no, no disrespect to Oliver, he's a fantastic fighter, he's like you said, a lead in every way. I think the problem with him is he's not overly interesting, and the other three people who were involved in that Chandler, uh, and are more interesting people and more Mm -hmm. fun fighters and i think that's what hurts him but you know what kamar usman may be the best pound for pound in the world right now and he doesn't wrestle instant style he -hmm. just goes up there and wins sometimes gsp was not an interesting fighter he was just dominant so that's that's what you got to do to win it doesn't i'm not here to make you cheer i'm here to win this fight
3: and that's that's the problem that a lot of MMA fighters have that they want to put on a show, and I think that's something that's been kind of a, that's been fostered by Dana White. He yeah. the the amount of people who've been cut because they are boring fighters rather than uh, they lose is 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 unreal. He wants uh, fights to be uh, entertaining, and that's just not always how it goes. Sometimes you have to just do what you need to do to win and if that means wrestle wrestling someone for 15 minutes the fans hate it the fans absolutely hate the wrestling for 15 minutes personally I don't I think it's brilliant I think the technical skill in the in the wrestling and the and the, the BJJ's it far outweighs the the boxing for me so it's horses for courses
2: look you, yes there is beauty in the science of jiu jitsu and proper wrestling and things of that nature. But there is nothing like a slugfest. I remember seeing, I remember every moment of that first Frankie Edgar, Gray Maynard fight. I remember every moment of that first John Jones, Alexander Gustafson fight. Like I remember, you don't forget these moments. And so with all due respect to a great technical uh, experience, you'll see on the ground. Those are the ones that you don't forget dog, And you right. know, so uh it's, it's the a melting reason, part it's, a reason, it's the yeah, it's the melting part of uh, of MMA. It's the reason something like, for everyone. Yeah, it's the reason why people like Clay Guida still fights for UFC. I was blown away when I saw it. He he had a fight, I think he was a co main or something mm-hmm. on one of the fight night cards, and I wasn't paying yeah, attention. Of yeah, yeah, of I wasn't paying attention and I saw, and you're a winner by submission, Clay Guida, and I looked up like from like two thousand nine.
3: He fought um, Costa, I think. Uh, Costa went into that fight at 45 years old. Claire Green is 41. So, yeah, that the
2: the combined age was
3: 86 years old in that fight.
2: Goes to show you. Um, okay, we're going to take a quick break so we can pay some bills. We're going to come back. And we got two fun, quick topics for y'all real fast. Uh, One topic is going to make you love us, and one topic is going to cancel, Max. So (laughs) while we're gone, go to ProWrestingTees.com, size the chair shot. And while it's the holiday season, I'm sure if you look, there's going to be some type of promo code. But go pick out some shirts. Go pick out some fun stuff. We got It's not just T-shirts. We got sleeveless tees. We got tank tops. I'm pretty sure if you look hard enough. You got a hoodie or two with all your (laughs) favorite chair shot sayings and favorite chair shot shows support help us give back to the community and give back to what we're doing and do more things like this we'll be right back
3: promotional consideration
1: paid for by the following hey folks PC Tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save
0: 10% that's angrylemonade.net
1: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100 percent of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. So
2: Max, yes. do you wanna do you wanna end up being hated or start being hated? No, yourself? I'm gonna I'm gonna go in
3: hard. Let, let's okay. let, let's go in. So there's a couple of kind of like news topics that we want to touch upon, um, but the the one that I wanted to bring to the table, and it's it's probably going to get me a lot of grief with the internet wrestling community, um, but the 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 fascination with Hook. Now, this is not me slating Hook. I want to make this point abundantly clear. I think that guy's a star. I think that guy's a future star. He's um, very young in the business, uh, but that match uh, he had with uh, Fuego del Sol and p- props to Fuego. He made uh, Huck. he made Hook look like a million dollars. This is not uh, a bashing of Hook as a wrestler. This is more um, a look at how the internet wrestling community. Can kind of over egg the pudding when it comes to, to wrestling talent. Now obviously Hook has got this mad uh wrestling following, uh even before, way before he even had a match. Uh the whole send hook memes, uh, the amount of people who were declaring their undying love for Hook, uh things like that. Um, but for me, after the match, which again was a great match, um the the kind of rhetoric was that this means hook is is the 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 second coming of wrestling um i mean you had um lots of uh the of the 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 wrestling news outlets saying that this was potentially the the best intro uh of a wrestler in the history of the business i mean Prominent names, prominent names who who uh, we go to very regular for 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 our daily news in wrestling. So I'm not gonna put names on blast because that would get me absolutely cancelled. Um, <laughs> but some of those huge names were were essentially um, saying that Hook was the best thing that's ever happened in 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 the history of wrestling. Um, come on, he's 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 going to be a great wrestler, no doubt about it. But when you put so much heart and so much praise into what is essentially a, um, a five ten minute squash match, you are going to be destined for a fall. Because if he if there is ever a point he doesn't live up to that, you're going to look like a bunch of idiots for for saying that he's he's a future world champion. And I get the love for him; he's a good looking lad. He's he's got a great look, great kind of character, even though he barely says anything. Um he, he he's he will do good things in in the business, but the way the internet wrestling community have, have kind of held him up on this pedestal, it's I don't get it. I just I don't get the 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 fascination. Maybe in five, ten matches time, maybe in a couple of years time, uh, I'll I'll get it. Uh, but as of right now, with someone who's had one match, I, I I, just don't get it.
2: So, let me start by saying I am 100% a hooker. I yeah, am... again, I like the guy. I, yeah. I
3: have no, nothing I get, bad to say about Hook the rest. I think he's going to be super, uh, super, super talented. I just don't get the the, the kind of over-exuberant love for him. I mean, sure, I've seen... Sure. I've seen people write multiple, um, multiple tweet threads on, on how this was the the most amazing match in the history of well, debuts, and people that basically bending over backwards to say how uh, how outstanding he's going to be and booking him as a world champion after one match. Yeah, I mean, come on, slow your roll. Sometimes you put too much pressure. On these wrestlers, that they're never going to
2: live up to this uh, this ideology that you've got. Well, you so you know the world we live in. We live in a high take factory, and that's not mm-hmm. just by pundits or by content creators like us or by journalists. This is just we're in a high take world, right? Everything that happens this night is the greatest thing that ever happened, or everything that happened this night is the only time it's ever happened in history, even though it happened last week. That's just the way. That's the rhetoric of society as a whole. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, you, you broke down some of the positives of Hook, but the one thing about Hook you didn't mention, which I think is his greatest asset, is there's not a wrestler walking this earth right now that I've seen, and I've seen most everybody who's at a major level or a mid to indie level, mid-indie level, I've seen just about everybody or some form of fashion. There's not a wrestler alive who carries themselves the way Hook does. He carries himself in a way that is such a fucking star. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, and I don't right even right think right he's right trying right to do right. it. I just think that's who the kid it's is. Not true. Yes. It, and that's what's so dope about it. Not too not too different from how his daddy Taz carried himself back in ECW. What 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 matrix did in Taz was this five foot four, five foot five dude carries himself like he's the baddest motherfucker in the in the room and he will and he walks yeah. <laughs> yeah he walks yeah. so hook has that for him but i think a lot of the rhetoric and i don't agree with the fact that this is the second coming i don't believe this is one match sure but i think the a lot of the positivity about this comes from the fact that this is one thing AEW hasn't done well that that or hasn't shown a propensity to care about necessarily that they're doing with hook and that is the slow burn of establishing a character before he wrestles, mm-hmm. most times in AEW, and it's not a criticism. It's just, it's just, it's just an observation. AEW normally lets you learn a character by them wrestling, and then we'll do stuff backstage too. But you got to wrestle because that's the work rate company that think <laughs> we are all the time about Craig, do Craig's musings, PW musings, Craig and QW musings all the time has. Such and such wrestled this many mat this many minutes in this show. This AW's the, the wrestling company, the work rate company, right? Hook's been on TV for almost a year. And didn't even do he didn't even throw a punch for six months of it. Mm-hmm. Just around. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And so all and you build this, you build this, and the intrigue that built of there, there's an intrigue of who is that guy? who the fuck he thinks he is just to be sad? St- Why is he a part of team ties and he ain't even, he don't even take his hood off, you know? And more and more and more comes and more and more and more comes. and You get more interested and you get more interested. And finally, finally, when they let the dude, when they, when they, when they take the, when they, they, they take the shackles off with, like in rodeo, when, when they finally open the door and let the, let the bull out, the boy fantastic in the ring in his first match. Oh yeah,
3: it definitely built that that suspense. That yep. uh, kind of it tantalized the fan base. So I do get that point of of fans uh, being excited to see him. I think with uh, and especially with the way uh, wrestling is nowadays, it's uh, like you said. It's uh, we're living in a culture where we want everything now. We 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 don't have uh, the time for the slow burn. Um, I think that it, it is. It feels to me like they they put in the cart before the horse that they sure there's there's an air that this kid is running before he learns to walk um and and that would be my worry for him like like i said and i can't reiterate this enough so don't cancel me i think he's a super talented kid um i just don't think this at this stage he is the 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 next aw world champion and Mm. and and to kind of prove that point um one of the things, um like like I said, we're in this kind of microcosm uh in the in the internet wrestling community where it's easy to kind of um make things look bigger than they are. Uh mm-hmm. but then when you when you take a step back and look at the the, the facts and the numbers and the kind of like uh mainstream crossover, he, he his his performance, if you just took it off uh, the, the internet wrestling community's uh, view, was a he knocked it out of the park. In terms of the ring, ring he did. In terms of viewing numbers, not so much. I mean, he, he did get a little bump uh, on uh, last week's uh, Rampage figures, but it was minuscule. It was a, a 4,000 uh, bump, so they drew uh, just over 500,000. But it they got to still... change
2: that date, though. They got to change that time for him. It's, 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 it's not working.
3: Yeah. It was still the fourth lowest viewed episode of Rampage in the history. I mean, I know that history is not long, but still to be in the bottom four uh, and yet be praised as the, the best debut in the history of the world, there's a kind of like there's, there's a certain uh, disconnect there for me.
2: Yeah, but – a lot of fans, and specifically fans of that company, and I'm not talking fans of everything. I'm just talking about like diehard AEW fans. You could say the for, same for WWE too. This isn't calling them out specifically. But fans of that company oftentimes don't care. They don't care if the metrics match. Mm-hmm. You know, because... They massage it to fit their narrative. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And, and WWE fans do too, but oh, yeah, oftentimes... Totally. Oh, but oftentimes the numbers are matching. Like, yeah, the numbers are down, but they're still the best numbers in the business. You know, you can't say that for AEW. And, mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've changed it from mass numbers to the, num- the big number. Fast to big number. And then the big numbers change from the big number from, um, from, from the overall demo to just males and this, it, So like, you know, it's got to gotta make it seem, make it change, change it to make it seem like, well, you know what, this looks good. All in all, doesn't matter. Rampage is not a watchable show by and large. And even the fans are proving this fact by the numbers aren't great. And I do think if it was at a different time frame or different on a different if it was on a Saturday at that time, at a Saturday in the middle of the day, or if it came on at six o'clock or something different, it may get better numbers. But I can tell you this. The whole hook thing kind of came last minute. I know they let us know before Friday morning, but that was the one thing that made me say, "Well, I got to watch this." I didn't watch yeah, page. I've watched Rampage since Punk's debut. Yeah, and and and
3: that's not me trying to say that Hook was fully to blame for for the for no, the rankings. No. Absolutely, but if not. he was
2: as big as they say he is, people would have cared enough to say, "I got to see this." Like, that's the <laughs> point. There. Yeah. And and I think it just highlights that we do
3: live in a bubble where we think wrestling is bigger than what it is. And it, it huh. it's not. It's 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 very, 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 very niche.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's crazy. You you you're spot on. I don't disagree with anything you just said, but it's funny to think that wrestling is niche, but one wrestling company got four separate billion dollar deals.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean that's also we, a company this,
2: that 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 doesn't lead on the fact that
3: they're a wrestling company. <laughs> well they so that means that they, they know something we don't. Exactly.
2: exactly. Um, so let's get out of here on this. I so I was scout I was trying to a Twitter this week because of Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. I don't want any spoilers. I don't want to know anything. But I did see one thing and and, and I know normally normally we're not my shows especially particularly The Edge. Um, Normally, our end-of-year show isn't a a, a typical end-of-year show. Our end-of-year show is our um, Wrestle Kingdom preview. That's normally the last show of the year, right? Because Wrestle Kingdom is on the fourth, bing, bang, boom. And this year, day one's coming, and then there's a big uh, Tolly will kill me. What's the company? Noah. Noah show on the third, and then there's Wrestle Kingdom on the fourth and fifth, and then there's Noah versus Wrestle Kingdom on the sixth. There's so much happening in that week, yeah, it's such a busy week. Oh, but it's gonna be so good! It's gonna be so mm-hmm. good. But I I always like doing predictions of some sort, so I thought, why don't I give my boy a Magazine and we do some bold predictions of ourselves? So we're gonna do three bold predictions for the year 2022, and it, it could be as, as minute and small as you want, it can be as big as you want. Just three bold predictions, and I'll start off. Okay. okay. So we'll just go one for one for one. So you do yeah. one, I'll do one until we finish. Okay. My first one is Ring of Honor is dead as we know it, and is not coming back ever. It's done. I'm ever. Let me not say ever. Ring of Honor is done for 2022. It is not coming back as an entity of that company. Maybe somebody will buy the rights to the company and make it a part of their company. Surely John Gresham will get signed somewhere and keep the title. But Ring of Honor as a company is gone. Mm -hmm. I agree with that.
3: Um, And it's a sad way that they they went out, um, especially knowing that their owners are billionaires uh, in terms of Sinclair broadcasting. Um, But yeah, I I, I agree with that one. Um, So for my first one, Adam Cole. Does it go anywhere near the world title scene in
2: 2022? I was going to say, it's not a big prediction, but the whole year, that's pretty big. The The whole year is pretty big.
3: The reason why I say that is because we we've said multiple times now that AW are top heavy in terms of big stars that, um, that will, in sooner rather than later, want to be challenging for 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 those uh, top titles. Um, I think Adam Cole's having a lot of fun with uh, with the elite. Um, for me, I think his his story is challenging Kenny for um, essentially control of of the young bucks. So I think we can milk that out uh, over a year. So I don't think he goes near the title picture.
2: I agree, and if Kyle, if and when Kyle does sign, and they can redo the Undisputed Era, and do, I saw a meme earlier, uh, earlier this week of if it, were, if it was Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks, in a custody of Adam Cole ladder match. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so that's your first one. My second one is, Drew McIntyre will win the Royal Rumble and will defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Oof. Hmm, I don't know if I don't know if Drew's that guy. I think The Rock's that guy. That's the money match. That won't be for the title. That that match will not be for the title. Okay. I think Roman. I think Roman has usurped a need to be champion. I think he is at that level of. I think he's reached, especially with this run. I think he's reached that level of Taker and Austin and Rock and Cena that. I don't need the title to be the top draw in the company. I don't. I. I and, but and I. And Drew, all due respect to Drew. He deserves that moment in front of fans. I know he got it slightly by being the first person out at WrestleMania 37, but he was robbed of his moment at 36. I was at the Rumble. He won. I have. No, I've, I've heard three pops like that in my lifetime. He was one of them. So I think you're talking about building a star. Drew's a star, but that cements him as the next star. I so and I could be wrong, you know. For all I know, uh, Brock Lesnar went to the damn Rumble or some shit. It, you know.
3: <laughs> I mean, I've heard that that may be the the way that they go with bit, but um, Look,
2: man, I don't need to see these guys wrestle 75 times, dog. They don't need to. <laughs> that'll be if they wrestle WrestleMania. That's three. Separate times. No, we don't need this, bro. Yeah,
3: but Austin and, and The Rock beg to
2: differ. I mean, but yeah, but that's Austin and The Rock at <laughs> chemistry. Oh, I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's right, so all
3: before you get cancelled. I'll go on to my second one. Um, Somewhere in 2022, we see an
2: exodus of AEW talent. God damn it, that was my next one. Okay, I gotta think of another one now. Okay. I think I think uh I mean
3: it kind of goes against what I said with 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 the Adam Cole one, uh but I do think that the AW have such a bloated roster now, and there's so many free agents from uh still been released from WWE, uh with Jeff Hardy on on, on the the periphery. Um you've got uh Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gagano, all those Ring of Honor guys. Um I think they're gonna be picking up quite a lot of talent, and some of those original AEW uh talents are kind of getting left behind. Uh, we've seen little smatterings with Big Swall. Who didn't want to, to re-sign a contract. Joey Ginella has said uh he's not happy with how he's being used. Um I think we see more wrestlers kind of realize that maybe the grass isn't as green on the AW side as 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 they thought. Um, and and we see I wouldn't say an excess in terms of WWE, where they're culling 20-30 sure. at a time, but certainly uh, a significant number of wrestlers are
2: and choosing to not renew with the company. I I don't when you say they are skin grasses and green on the other side, I I put it to this Tony's pitch is that you can come and have fun. <laughs> no, I, I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not talking about people who've left WWE. No, to no yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know what you mean. I'm just saying Tony's pitch to people to sign for the AW essentially you can come and have fun, you do what you want. And I think people are realizing, well, no, this is really a business. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what you're that, that's the way i I see the same thing you're saying. That's just how I perceive it. Because yeah. uh ultimately you you can basically book your own matches, you can basically um uh you can basically cut your own promos, you can kind of do what you want. The backstage atmosphere seems to be fantastic and have a lot of fun, but you may not be used for three, four, five months. Mm-hmm. And he owns and your that- rights. And and that's what
3: was one of the bonds of contention with Swole, that she wasn't getting getting used, and yeah. I know she had issues with her health, but um, yeah. So I see
2: that happening. So on to you for your for your last one. Well, my third was going to be the same thing. I was going to say at least five people <laughs> leave, but I'll pick a different AW one. My favorite wrestler, Garrett Runnels, aka. Also known three as three star superstar, this three star superstar himself, my favorite mid Carter, Cody Rhodes will not turn heel all of twenty twenty two. That is bold. I mean, and when I can I, see it, but it yeah, right. Bold. He, he is that self absorbed that he really. I don't think he'll. I, he don't get me wrong. He's a good and shrewd businessman. I will not take any of that away from him. But in terms of in the, in the squared circle, he, he can't control himself in his impulses. And I don't think he'll turn heel. I think he will stay. I think he may lean into some of the booze for fun. But in terms of his alignment, he will be a aligned a babyface all of 2022. I, I like it.
3: I, I think we may get to a point where he has to. But I would love for him to ride that and just say, nope, even though you boo the living shit
2: out of me, I'm, I'm still, I'm still here for you." I would love for them to get to a point where he has to, because Tony has shown, and this has been the biggest positive and accolade I've given this to him from day one. Tony's shown he will switch course in a heartbeat if it's if it's better for the story, or mm-hmm. if the fans have enough backlash. Will Cody do it? I mean. Th- Tony has
3: the creative control. I mean, he's made that abundantly clear. That no wrestler has uh, has that creative control. So, mm. if the fact, if the, I think he knows that right now. It's a it's a cool story of the fans wanting him to turn, uh, but him not doing it. Whether we can see that ride right out a full year, uh, who's to say? But I, I like it. I'll be keeping my eye on that one. Um. So for for my last one. I think sometime in 2022, we get a New Day versus New Day versus New Day match. So, Kofi versus Biggie E versus um, King Woods, and I think King Woods wins.
2: In a perfect world, Woods will win the Rumble, and then that will lead to that match. Um, and, and it could actually... So the, oh, the way
3: can would, you imagine... Oh, that 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 at WrestleMania, Kofi versus Big E versus
2: Woods, that's a headliner. The way I thought about it though, in my head, was E versus Woods with Kofi as a ref. Mm. But yeah, and no disrespect to Kofi, but I think Kofi understands these two need to be propped up because they're the, they're the new, new guard. I've had my time, but. I'm not against triple threat either, but as but after the match, they all have to hug and raise yeah. their hands. Oh, because this it's is
3: not a breakup, it's not a breakup. Yes. Break this is more find out which one of us is the best. I'm with it, dog. I'm here for it, I am with it, and it'll never happen. end on a bit of positivity after I absolutely slated Hook. Um, let's <laughs> let's end on that bit of positivity.
2: <laughs> uh. Uh, Bold prediction number four: Hook will be in the Royal Rumble in twenty twenty. No,
3: <laughs> Hook will be world champion, but but <laughs> winter is coming.
1: Oh shit!
2: The name on the contract may say Hangman, but it says Hook Hangman. <laughs> All right, my brother. Um, where can they find
3: you at? So you can find me down here. Don't know why I'm pointing. It's just habit now from doing live broadcasts. But you can find me on Twitter at PodfatherMouse. Please don't block me or unfollow me because I like Hook. I really do. I promise. (laughs) But, yeah, come and follow me there where you'll find links to all the content that I'm involved in. And Terry Taylor memes aplenty. I mean, that's... Oh, it wasn't. It wouldn't be a spoiler because bad lads come out yesterday. Yeah, don't cancel me for Terry Taylor now. I know I've done a lot, I've said a lot of dumb shit in these last two episodes, but just I apologize profusely for putting Terry Taylor front and center of WCW.
2: Hilarious. Um, I also, as I imaginarily point to something you can't see, I'm at It's Ray Cash. That's R E Y S and Mysterious C A S H dollars. We are a part of the Chairshot Radio Network, where you can find that at the Chairshot.com and at Chairshot Media. And you always
3: use your head and doff thy knee, bend thy knee, doff thy cap. Bastard from Chairshot
2: Pro Wrestling Tees. We need foie gras in this bitch. We out. Right? He's a he's a real lord. We, we really do need it. Yes, and yes, we are out. Uh, that's that's the way to end the show, right? <laughs> Mic drop. Boom. See y'all next week.